Yes, sir. Another episode post week 10. Week 10 overreaction Monday. Hey, right, it's a wing. It's gonna be a good one, man. What y'all got, man? I guess Lamar's right, huh? <laughs> man, I, I want y'all to throw a couple of y'all overreactions in there first. Twan uh A B be joining us shortly. If y'all been watching the show, y'all know how much I drink water throughout the show. So I, I finally got a water sponsor with Eternal. Eternal athletes, good shit too. But yeah, get these um get these overreactions flowing. I see uh let me see what we got. A fish is a fool. See the Seahawks are dead. Oh, I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't go that far. That damn defense though, man. Jeez. That damn defense, man. Move this computer over a little bit. Pepe, Pepe, what's happening? Pepe from Mexico. Chelsea back in the building. Rohan. Who else we got? CBD farm. Okay, y'all might have to send me some. Shroots. Shroot CBD farm. Van Albright back in the building. Fitty Wop. How about them damn coats, too? I ain't forget. I ain't forget about Thursday night. That Thursday night shellacking. So last episode, we had... um. We had Chris Johnson, CJ2K. He was on our Thursday night stream. And, um, you know, we talked about going into that game. Obviously, y'all know my co-host picked the Titans to win the division. What do you know? After week 10, my Colts are back in the league. Um, they still tied up six and three. But uh, Colts are handling business, man. I'm proud of those Colts, man. Phillip Rivers played well. He just got to be consistent. That offense got to be consistent. They got to feed Hines, too, man. Feed Hines. Feed Hines. I am on that train. A homegrown, too? Yeah, y'all got to send me a sample of that, man. I got to try that. Let me get my um, let me get my pop in here and lower my, my screen. But, yeah, man, Herbert. Uh, is Herbert a better rookie quarterback? Uh, Herbert is outstanding, actually. Herbert is phenomenal. But, all right. Let's get these overreactions, man. First and foremost, everybody's been talking about it. You're going to see it probably a thousand times a day, that catch. That catch from uh, from D-Hop. Wow. Over three DBs who, just like he said, were in great position. I mean, they literally did everything that, you, that they tell us, that they coach us to do as DBs. You got to have one guy boxing them out. You got to have one guy behind for the back tip. And you got to have one guy in front for the front tip. Like, everybody was in all the positions that they needed to be in. But D-Hop, he was just – he was just the better player. He was just – I mean, if it's a high point, I mean, I don't know – I don't know another guy in the league that I would want in that position um, outside of DeAndre Hopkins. Honestly, maybe Julio. But, I mean, after seeing that last night, that, I mean – that that dude is special, man. That's what do they give up? A second round pick. Thanks, Billy O. Thanks, Billy O. Great job in the gym. Let's give up a, a, a second round pick. Let's get a second round pick in exchange for DeAndre Hopkins, who um I was on a clubhouse last night, and it's gonna be an app that you guys I think will enjoy. 
It's still kind of in this private beta form right now. But I had a room, um, a chat room on a clubhouse last night, and we were kind of debating. They asked us, you know, who, who do we think our top five receivers were and what do we think about Hopkins? And when you start talking about the best receivers in the game, it's no other receiver that's in that conversation who had anywhere close to the quarterbacks that Hopkins have had uh, throughout his career. I mean, you're talking about Shaw, Brandon Whedon, Phil Savage, Flying Fitzpatrick. I mean, the Brock Osweiler, like the list goes on of subpar quarterbacks that he's had, and he's continued to dominate year in, year out. Um, the only thing about it, when he came in the league, he didn't have to be top dog. He kind of had like two and a half years uh, behind Andre Johnson where he kind of showed him the ropes. And then D-Hop, you know, went into that in the morning role. He's been balling ever since, ever since. And the one thing about D-Hop is every snap, we used to play him, played him a lot, you know, him being in Houston and me being in Indy. One thing about him, he was out there every snap and wanted the ball absolutely every play, gave it all his effort. So you got to respect that from a wide out. Got to respect that. So um, hats off to D-Hop, man. Kyler Murray, what do y'all think about Kyler right now? What do y'all think about him? He he kind of almost he's forcing his way into that top five conversation. Um, he 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 is just for not his arm talent. He can make all the throws on the field, and and you you say that you hear people say that about a lot of guys, but he's <laughs> he's literally a guy who can make every throw on the field. Um, and and those quarterbacks, honestly, as a DB, he, him, Russell Wilson, Drew Brees, like I hate playing against those little dudes because when you're back there in a the deep part of the field or you're getting your head around late, like you can barely see them. You know what I mean? Throughout with those big linemen that's in the way, you know, the big tall guys, the the Paytons and the and the guys like that, Big Ben, like you can always see those guys. So you can kind of see where they're looking, you can kind of see when they're about to throw the ball. But when you got a Kyler Murray or Russell Wilson. A Drew Brees, it's hard to see those guys, um, you know, in the lanes that they're trying to uh, find to throw. So, um, man, Kyler Murray and his running ability, I knew it was fast, but damn, this little ass be scooting, man. But a uh, phenomenal, phenomenal game by him. I actually picked them to win. They didn't cover my spread because they didn't kick, kick the damn extra point. But, man, wow, what a game. What a finish. Um, you know, by Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins. On to another game. I was I was pretty impressed about as you can see. I got my Dolphins hat on today. If you've been listening to the show, you know me and A B differed. We were on different sides of the fence. Me, A B, and we had Mike Pops Adams on the show as well. We're talking about um, you know, was it tour time? Should it have been tour time, or should they have stick uh stuck with uh Fist Magic? You know, Fist Magic had him playing decent. Um, you know, they were winning games. They went into a bye week and said, hey, coming out of this bye week, we're going to go with the rookie. We're going to go with Tua, Tongue of Aloha, um, to start the rest of the season. And going forward, obviously, you draft him top five. He's your future. I said, you know what? I'm all on board with, with that with that decision. You know, I've been a Dolphins fan. I've been a South Florida kid. I've been a Dolphins fan my whole life. And we've been looking for a damn quarterback since Dan Marino. Like for like that damn long, we've been looking for a real answer at quarterback. We feel like we finally got one. He's healthy. We see what Burrow's doing. We see what Herbert's doing. Throw his ass out there, man. Throw him in the fire against Aaron Donald on that uh, L.A. Rams defense to see if he's ready. He didn't play that well, but the rest of the defense and the special teams did. Followed up with two back-to-back impressive wins. So that's 3-0 and right now. Two is 3-0 and right now as a rookie. Dolphins is six and three. 
Bills are seven and three. The Patriots got a win last night. I believe they're what are they four and five now? So um, two or two, they got he got the Dolphins right in the mix, man. So Brian Flores is looking smarter and smarter by the game. Y'all think about now nah, Jordan Love not getting in there. I see you, uh, Chelsea. Jordan Love not getting in there. He's gonna be on the bench for a while. And I said that when he got drafted, that Aaron Rodgers was gonna be pissed off. And P was gonna be in the MVP conversation, and he he damn sure is, even though they were in a dog fight with the Jacksonville Jaguars yesterday. I know that surprised some of y'all. I know that had to surprise some of y'all, but I tell you who it didn't surprise. I will tell you who it didn't surprise. It didn't surprise me, and it didn't surprise anybody who listened to the podcast Saturday night. Or Sunday morning, I put it out Saturday night. I'm going to do this every week now, and I'm going to go through my picks against the spread. I finally started picking against the spread. Um, I, I told you guys Jaguars would cover that spread, that 13.5-point spread. Anytime I see a spread that big, I'm going to most likely go against it, honestly, unless it's the damn Jets. Um, but the Jaguars, uh, Luton played decent the week before. Played good, actually, the week before against the um, Texans. I know I'm like, you know what? I'm watching the film and I'm thinking, all right, these guys may, these guys may Chenault was out. So I was a little hesitant, but um, they came out and played. You know, I knew it would be a close game, but I didn't know that Green Bay was actually going to struggle to win it. So that was one of my picks um against the spread that hit. Uh yesterday, matter of fact, yesterday, just on my Sunday games, I was 75 against the spread for the first week. Overall. Um, this is obviously before tonight with um, the Vikings-Bears game overall because I obviously picked the Colts to beat the Titans. So I, overall, I was 8-5 and five this week so far against the spread. I got the Bears tonight to win the game and cover the three-point spread. Um, you know, Dalvin Cook, best running back in the league right now. If you've been watching football for the last month, clearly the best running back in the NFL. The chef has been cooking. Um, so... I think, though, I think the question mark, the question always comes in with the Bears is the offense. The offense just looks terrible, um, not consistent at all, whether it's Mitch in there, whether it's Nick Foles in there. And it's like, okay, can they move the ball? Can they score points? You never question that defense. I talked to Chuck Pagano last week. And I'm actually this week, this, um, well, not last week, it's Monday now. And um, I, I think they're, I know Dalvin Cook is priority number one. You got to stop 3-3, not only in the run game, but in the pass game. And the Chicago Bears, they got a good, strong front to stop the run. They also got two backers who can run and cover out of that, uh, you know, out of cover guys out of that backfield with Danny and, um, and Rohan so, uh, or Smith. So uh, I like it, man. I like the Bears in this matchup. I like them to win, and I like them to cover, even though the Vikings have been playing better than that record. But uh, let me tell you all the games that hit for me. So, obviously, the Colts, they won. They covered the spread. They beat that ass. Titans fans beat that ass. Eagles at Giants. Damn, Eagles, man. Let me down. Any Philly fans out there, man? Any damn Philly fans out there? Because I know you feel my pain. I'm just jumping in there in that fire. But that whole division as, as a whole is a damn dumpster trash right now. So, Eagles messed me up. They didn't cover. I picked the Eagles to win and cover the spread. They did not. Jaguars covered for me. Jaguars at the Green at the Packers. Um, Washington football team at Detroit. Detroit won, and uh, watched, I picked Washington football team to cover. They did. 
I think it was a four-point Detroit one by three. Last second field goal by Matt Prater again. Um, Houston and Cleveland. Now, this Houston and Cleveland game, if you're a better, whoo, this is one of those games. Chubb had – they were up three points, 10 to seven. Chubb broke for like 80-something yards. Literally just him in the end zone, him in the end zone, him in the end zone, him in the end zone. If anybody picked Cleveland Browns to cover, they just saw it happening right before they was like, boom, runs out of bounds at the one-yard line. I had the Houston Texans to cover the four-point spread, so I was happy, but I know a lot of people were pissed off, and a lot of people were like, oh, man, he's got money on Houston to cover the spread. Let me tell you something, man. I played over 120 games in the NFL. And not one of them, and I talked to uh, to AB about this yesterday too, not one of those games did I think, oh, did I know the spread? I had no idea what the spread was, if we were favored, if we were underdogs. Um, well, we would know if we were, you know, if we were expected to win the game or not, but we didn't know the spread. Oh, it's a four, it's a seven point, it's a five. We never, me personally, I never knew a spread going into a game. So um, that was just good football. If you're an offensive player, if you can ever make a play that can get your team to victory formation, you make that play. Point, point blank, period. You make that play, whatever it is. You saw Ty Gurley try to do it in the um, – who did they play? Is it the Falcons, Lions? Where Ty Gurley tried to fall and not score, and he scored, and they went up like six points, I believe, and then the Lions went down and scored. So anytime you can get your team to a situation where they can take that knee and it's victory formation, you do it. Um, so the Texas covered, so that was a win for me. Tampa Bay, Carolina, I knew the Bucks would win. I knew they would cover. They got their ass whooped the week before by the Saints. I knew Brady would come out with a vengeance, get his guys involved. He tossed it around. He had a better game than probably even I anticipated, but I knew he would handle business against the Carolina Panthers, which he did. Chargers at Miami, I picked Miami to win. I also picked Miami to cover. They did. Like I said, Tua and that defense looked. It looked real good right now. Even though Herbert, Herbert's been a superstar, um, you know, all year and has been was my pick to win a rookie of the year. But um, that defense looked really, really, really good, man. Um, Denver Broncos and the Las Vegas Raiders. Raiders. I picked the Raiders to win, but I thought it would be a close game. One of those divisional rivals. I picked the Raiders to win. Uh, you know, I picked Denver to cover which they didn't. So that was the L for me. Buffalo, Arizona, Arizona won. I picked them to win, but they didn't cover a three point spread. It was two and a half. They didn't cover three because they didn't kick the extra point. San Fran and New Orleans. I picked New Orleans to win, picked New Orleans to cover the spread. They did. Seattle Rams. I picked Seattle to win this game. They came in as an underdog, which surprised me. Rams won, handled business. So obviously that was an L for me. Seattle did not win or cover the spread. Cincinnati, Pittsburgh. I knew Pittsburgh would win. I thought Burrow would make it close. Did not. That was an L for me. So like those one o'clock games for me, I knocked them out the park outside of Philly. The afternoon, not so much. Baltimore, New England. I picked Baltimore to win the game, picked New England to cover the spread. So obviously New England won the game. So obviously they covered the spread. So Check those pods, check that podcast out Saturday night for the rest of the season. All my picks against the spread. That was my first week. I should only get better. I back to yesterday. Let me check. Let me check out some of these overreactions you guys throwing in there, man. Let me check a couple more. Let me check a couple. Let me scroll up. Let me scroll up. Let me click on somebody. Let me click on somebody. Do 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 do. 
Oh, I like that. Chrome 30, Chrome 13. Joe Judge of Beat Flow, saving the Belichick culture tree. About damn time, right? It's about damn time. Letty, would I consider getting back in the game? No. Maybe in the front office. It's the only way. Uh, what else we got? What else we got? Bop, bop, bop. Oh, it's a good question. Better throw a better catch. Yesterday, Arizona Cardinals, uh, Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, the catch was over three people. The throw was ridiculous, rolling to his left, getting that ball off. Um, like I said, the kid can make every throw on the field, but I got to go with better catch. That catch over three people, you see a picture where it's just like, I got to go with better catch. One of the best catches I've seen, especially to end the game. Uh, what else we got? Who is this? Completely overshadowed Diggs, ghosting Peters to go ahead. Um, Yeah. I mean, that was, you know, you throw it up. You, you got to throw it up, man. <laughs> Chris Payne, I know I didn't say yeah, I did, I did. What else do we have? Yes. So, uh, were you guys excited about that? Um, I want to know who picked, who else picked the Patriots to win last night? Because I know a lot of people have been calling, been saying the Patriots are dead. And people have been waiting for the Patriots to be dead for 20 years now. I'll be on uh, Pat McAfee's show today at 1225. And I'm sure Boston Connor will have a question for me about the Patriots. It's tough for me to say that they're alive just because, you know, you got the Bills playing well in their division. You got the Dolphins playing well in their division. So um, it's tough to be alive, you know, but they are playing well. They won two games in a row against the Jets, who suck. And now the Ravens, who obviously are still a contender. I don't know. They're looking good, man. I think this year's Cam is still – I think Cam is kind of auditioning right now for another starting opportunity in the league next year going forward. He signed a one-year deal with the Patriots. People want to see if he's healthy, if he can still play, if he's still starting caliber quarterback in the league. I believe he is. I don't think he should be. Um, I don't think he should be trying out right now for another starting job, but I think that's the reality of the situation right now uh, with Cam. But um, let's see what else we got. Are the Chargers the best two and seven team of all time? No, hell no, man. They talent, they're talented, but I mean, when you continuously find ways to lose a game, like it's something wrong there. It's something wrong. So I think they, I think they make a change at the uh, at the head coach's spot. I mean, I feel bad for Anthony Lynn, but. I mean, you got to find ways to win a game, point blank, period, especially when your rookie quarterback has come in and played the way that Justin Herbert has. You have to find a way around him to win games. They haven't. They actually go in every game, and it seems like they find a different way to lose it. So, no, you are what your record are. You are what your record says you are. So there is no such thing as a good two and seven football team, in my opinion. Uh, who else we got? Who else we got? Boop, 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 boop. I don't even know. Oh, Tone, the producer, my producer might have asked this. The better catch yesterday, D-Hop. Ooh, the better catch overall, D-Hop yesterday or OBJ. Damn. Man, you know what? I, I, I'm still sticking with that OBJ catch, man, just because it was fully extended one hand behind his back while being passed interfered with. So um, I'm going to stick 
I'm going to stick with that catch, that OBJ catch. Over, I won't overreact too much on this Monday and say D-Hop's catch was better than that. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to still catch with that. I'm going to still stick with that OBJ catch. I mean, I can't – I can't. yeah, that, that, was, that was one of the best catches I've seen ever. It might be number either number one or two. That Calvin Johnson catch in college when he went fully lateral – and caught the ball behind them is probably one or two as well. So those two catches are, are up there. But that, that catch yesterday was nasty. I got a um oh cash leech sports. Y'all follow them, they give out a, a lot of good betting tips as well. Um the Cole Beasley route was nastier than the catch. The catch was pretty easy, but that route he put on on um, Patrick Peterson in the slot. And that's different. When you got when you're in that slot, it's different than guarding those guys on the outside. So um, but that that route was whew, that route was nasty. No lie. All right, who we got tonight? You must have missed it. I got the Bears tonight. The Vikings been playing well. Dalvin Cook has been playing phenomenal. But I'm gonna go with the Chicago Bears tonight. I'm gonna trust my former head coach. Uh, Chuck Pagano and his defense to slow down Dalvin Cook. I won't say stop him. I'm going to say slow him down. It's a three-point spread, I believe, unless it's changed. So I'm going to stick with the Bears tonight to win and cover that spread. Is Pat P okay? Yeah, Pat P. All right. I saw him after the game. He said he was. He looked like he was still, you know, obviously big game, big win. So um, I think he's definitely good. Man, he got beat. You got, it happens in the league. He got beat. He got routed. Kobe's a good receiver, especially in that slot. Happens to the best of them. All right, what else we got? What else we got? Any more overreactions? No, no trust in Kirk and the boys. I got trust in Dalvin Cook. But like I said, I believe the um, Chicago Bears, the Chicago Bears, uh-oh, Chicago Bears, um, Got the personnel to stop him and slow him down. All right, so who we got? Let me see. I need some more overreactions in here, man. Bump, bump. Hey, y'all hit that like uh, button. Hit that like on the stream. All that. No, um, AB didn't end up signing with the um, with the Ravens. He'll be in here soon. Thank AB, you in? Let me know if you're ready. Let me know if you're ready, big dog. Uh, Chris Pink. Who do I have for the defensive rookie of the year so far? You know, I'm, I'm a homer with this one, but he's been playing outstanding. And that's Julian Blackman with the Colts, man. Free safety for the Colts. There's a lot of safeties that I like, uh, rookie safeties. Jeremy Chen out in uh, Carolina. You got uh, Winfield Jr. out in Tampa Bay. But Blackman, man, when I watch this dude on film, like his instant, a lot of people compare. I saw some people compare him to Antoine, but they actually, and I can definitely see the comparison. Um, he's so instinctive. Um, he sees the play, he reacts, he he knows what he's doing pre-snap. I see him with great disguises pre-snap. You usually don't see that from a rookie. So um, he's wise beyond his years. He's explosive. Only 10, 11 months off that ACL surgery. Um, he got took out in the third round out of Utah. Even when I saw the pick, I was kind of like, oh, I'm not really sure about it. But he, he's he been everything, um, you know, they said he was and more. So I'm excited about him. He would be my pick uh, for defensive uh, rookie of the year. You got 
Patrick Queen out there in um in Baltimore. And I'm looking at the DBs. I like the DB. Jalen Johnson with the Bears. We'll see him tonight, too, on the other side of Kyle Fuller, who's very underrated corner. Um, probably the best off corner for sure in the league. One of the best off techniques I've seen um, around the league, period, uh, you know, in my time that I've been watching and been a part of it. So um, another excited rookie to watch, Jalen Johnson. I think he's um, leading all rookies with like 10 PBUs right now. He's a very, very good player. Shit, out of Utah as well. So um, Utah's putting those DBs out, man. So um, defensive rookie year so far for me. Julian Blackman, Indianapolis Colts, the six and three division leading Indianapolis Colts. Who else we got? Who else we got? Who else we got? Let me see what y'all got. I want to. I just want to ask questions today, man, because I love y'all, man. Oh, Dougie P. Who is this? Rohan Serrano. Dougie P. Needs to hop up off being the head coach. So Doug Peterson, is he on the hot seat? You know, a couple years removed from winning the Super Bowl with the backup quarterback. Some say that backup quarterback should have been a starting quarterback. I was one of those people that said, yo, you got to keep Nick Foles, man, because anything that Wentz comes in and does short of winning the Super Bowl, you know, he's going to be kind of looked at sideways. Um, I haven't really been high on Carson Wentz. I'm Carson Wentz. Honestly, since um that you know he had a phenomenal rookie year, uh second year was all right. I was kind of like, all right, let me step back and look at this guy's full body of work. Still, never, but my guy Dan Orlowski has always been, hey Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz. I thought he was all right. They went and drafted Jalen Hurts in the second round this year. Obviously, Wentz has had some health issues. I think talent wise, Wentz has it. But it's just about consistently making good decisions at that quarterback position. And I don't see it. I don't see him consistently making quality decisions at the quarterback position. So I'm not high on Wentz. I would say you move on from Wentz before you move on from Doug Peterson. But that's just me. Um, that's just me. It is on the coach as well. You had a lot of injuries on that team. But I just don't think uh, Carson Wentz play has been up to standard. And, like, he's in a division where, I mean, they should be, in my opinion, leading that division easily. Um, just went out and lost to Daniel Jones and New York Giants, who look like – it looked like something now. Joe Judge, is, he's, he's got something cooking over there um, in New York. So, um, I don't know, Doug, Doug, Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson, I don't know. I don't know, Doug. But, um, yeah, man. I don't know about that. My God, see y'all on Dan-O. Dan-O, my God, man. You know, he he he, he loves who he loves, man. He loves who he loves. Who we got? Is Russell Wilson dropping out of the MVP race? Pepe from Mexico. What up, Pepe? Russ, um, no. I still think he's in that race. Um, His numbers are still unbelievable. His play's still been unbelievable. He's made some bonehead plays. That we're not used to seeing Russ making. <laughs> Once again, my guy Dan O went out there talking crazy on Twitter yesterday, saying that oh, he's making these plays and these throws because um because defense is so bad and he feel like he has to you know th score forty points a game, um, which I'm sure that part of it is true. He does feel like he has to score a lot, but um, I don't think that affects a guy, especially Russell Wilson's caliber and his decision making. But what makes players great? can sometimes also make them 
um, you know, a little dangerous and they make some plays that, you know, that's a throw that, uh, you know, a Phillip Rivers would never try to make, you know, running late and seeing a guy left and throwing on the run across his body. Um, but that's a play that we've seen Russell Wilson be, um, you know, we've seen touchdowns made off of that. And matter of fact, it was a play against Buffalo where he scrambled out, went this way, went that way, came out of and threw it 60 yards down the field in the air for a touchdown. So, so you got to take the good with the bad. Um, but I think he's he's still playing at the elite level. And for his team to have the record that they have with that historically bad defense that they have right now, I still think he's in that race. But I like Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray's moving up in that MVP race. Patrick Mahomes, I think, is in the driver's seat right now, quietly. He's he's having a quiet, dominant season. He only got one interception on the season, eight and one record. Um, and who else is in that MVP? A Rod is, you know, he's still playing phenomenal. So I still think those guys are still up there. I mean, in my opinion, I would put Miles Garrett up there. The way he's playing, the way he's affecting the game, man, he is unbelievable. But no, I do not think um, Russell Wilson is falling out of the race. He's definitely not in the driver's seat anymore, though. All right, we got AB in the building. We got AB in the building. It's rough, um, it's rough this minute. morning. Yeah. Yeah, see what you got, man. You dealing with a um up this morning. You got a rainstorm over there or something, man. Nah, What's it's going on, man? Day out here. Um <coughs> some some going on with the internet in the neighborhood. Yeah, you got that you got that Teddy Riley right now, man. Well catch me up, man. Where we at? Man, we all over the place. I'm asking questions right now. We obviously talked about that, um, you know, that uh, D Hop catch. We talked mm -hmm. about, you know, Russell Wilson. Is he still in the? Is he still in the MVP race? Talked about Doug Peterson out in Philly. Uh, Pepe think he should be fired. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, we kind of, we kind of all over. We, we spoke on the Dolphins a little bit. Um, yeah, man. So we we kind of all over the place, man. Word, we all word, over the word. place. What else we got, man? What we got right now? We got Vaha Sauce 55. Mike Tomlin needs more love. Best head coach in the game. You know what? I agree with you. I agree with you, man. Mike, Mike Tomlin's kind of been, I mean, I would say disrespected, honestly. If you look at his career, 14 years, never had to lose a season. Um, obviously dealt with some personalities in that locker room that it was a lot worse than we were led to believe, um, you know, always, always kept his team afloat. Super Bowl champion uh, went eight and eight with those quarterbacks that he had last year. So I agree with you. One thousand percent, man. Mike T uh, definitely disrespected over the years, not giving his flowers. Um, but we're going to give him this, his flowers on this show, man. Best coach in the game right now. Hands. I mean, you got Bill Belichick still, so I can't give him the best, best coach, but. If you look at his overall record, um, I definitely think he's been slept on, man. So I agree with you with that for sure. For nah, I sure, I agree. I agree too. You know, obviously he hometown, um, from the seven five went to went the same high school and everything, man. So, um, I, I'm with you, man. Like you said, and you know, Bill Belichick, I would definitely say you know is up there, but got to think about you know who he you know shit, he was rocking with Tom for a long time, so, um. You know what 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 Tomlin's been able to do in Pittsburgh, like you said, with the personalities in that locker room, and then just speak on the the job he did last year. 
um, with, with who he had at quarterback and what, mm-hmm. what they were able to do, man. Uh, Mike Tomlin definitely deserved much more respect. And like you said, man, we're going to give it to him on this show. We got to try to get Mike T on the show, man. Yeah, we got to get Mike T on the show for sure, for sure. Now, uh, we got a question. And you, this is one of your former teammates. Um, you know, case the case against DeAndre Baker is dismissed. Do y'all think someone signs him? He was awful as a rookie, though. Definitely struggled as a rookie. That's a tough, tough position to come in and play. Um, I don't, I mean, he was a first round pick. So my my first initial reaction would be like, yeah, he gets another shot. Um, how you feel about that, A B? He won't get a shot this year. Um, if it is something, it would definitely be next year. And uh he's gonna have to go through a lot of a lot of a lot of hurdles, man. I know a lot of people's gonna wanna wanna sit down, talk with him, see where his mental is. Um and then you know, he's still raw. He's still raw, man. I think at Georgia it was a lot of um press technique, going up pressing, and um, you know, obviously in the league, you you can't do that every snap. You gotta play all mm-hmm. coverage, you gotta um it's a it's a lot more intricacies of, of the game. It's not okay, you got this man, this game, just follow him and press him. You know, it's trap coverage it's uh cover four it's read one yeah. two to one so it's a lot man it's a lot so it was definitely and then especially the defense that we were playing when we was in new york um it, it was a complicated defense a lot of checks so um as a young guy you know i think he has the ability but he's raw um but then what he's coming off of coming off of as far as like off the field uh, i think a lot of teams gonna have a lot of questions for him so yeah, agree, agree. I think he get another shot. He gonna definitely gonna get another to answer your question. I think he gets another shot, but like like AB said, man, he definitely gonna have to jump through some hoops to do so. Um, let me see, let me see. Got a question all the way from South Africa. I don't want to mess up your name. I think Madiba is the last name, but uh, from your favorite South African fan, is snapping the ball that hard? He's he's obviously a Baltimore Ravens fan. Uh, Skurus has some issues snapping the ball. Uh, now I tell you what, the ball is a lot harder to snap in in bad conditions. You know that ball can get slick, and I know for the Patriots, being a former Patriot, regardless of, and I had this conversation with Chris Johnson. He was the last uh, guest on our show, and we talked about it. Whatever the conditions are in New England, which can change by the minute. Can be rainy, it can be sleet, it can be hell, it can be sunny. We're practicing in it, you know what I mean. And so when the conditions are bad, like it can be like if we're supposed to play in rain, but it's a dry day, like you got Bill Belichick, he coming and spraying the ball before you know in the middle of practice with water bottles, just soaking it, making sure it's wet, just so you practice with those conditions, snapping the ball. Um, obviously. The Patriots handled the conditions better than the Ravens did. So snapping the ball, I don't think in itself, when you got a center, that's you've been doing that your whole career. But as the weather gets, you know, the weather's bad, it definitely gets more and more difficult. But he's 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 having some issues, whether it's been good weather or, or bad weather. So um they gotta address those, man, for sure, for sure. Yeah. But yeah. But um, what else we got? Okay, we got another over. I guess it's an overreaction, Chelsea. Should Drew Brees retire? Got banged no. up again. How you feel about that, A.B.? Nah, he shouldn't retire. Um, he's still playing some good ball. Playing some good ball. I think um, he definitely um, on his down years. I think he I think he will have this year and maybe next year left. Um, 
but I don't think he should retire. But who knows? Uh, once you get up 40, 40 years old and you taking them hits like that, uh, it takes long for that body to recover. So guess we'll see. But I, I think that's that might be a little overreaction right now, Chelsea. But hey, that's what we're here for. Overreaction Monday, baby. <laughs> that's what we're here for. He, he got he took a hit. He took a hit. Um, said it's a rib injury, and he actually pulled himself from a game. And for a player, uh, you want to be out there for your guys, especially a quarterback. Like literally, everybody's dependent on you. Every snap you touch the ball on offense. So for him to pull himself out of the game, you know, it had to be. He had to really be feeling. Um, you know, he had to really be feeling bad. And after the game, he just said he couldn't have been effective um, in the game if he played. If he tried to play through that injury. So depending on the severity of that injury. I would, you know, you got. I would, I would have a better answer for you. But if if it's something that he can work through and get back in there, come playoff time, I think he 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 should do that, and I think he will do that. But uh, as for right now, y'all a Saints fan, it's Jameis Winston, man. Y'all better hope to be eating some W's, man. Hey, I, I think Jameis might come in there and surprise some folks, man. He might. He probably come in there and ball, bro. Agree, agree. He's been sitting behind. Sometimes it's good to see the game from a different a different vantage point. You know, obviously he was yeah. starting five, five years in uh Tampa, and you know, he put numbers up. One thing about Jameis, he's gonna turn the ball over, but he's gonna put points up and put and throw mm -hmm. for a lot of yards as well. So um to sit, you know, sit in those meeting rooms with Drew Brees, obviously get the coaching from a off, great offensive mind like Sean Payton. Uh he got a lot of weapons around him. You know, you sure. got you got Mike T back healthy, you got Kamara back there. You got Cook. You got some weapons around you. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if he coming there and ball, man. Emmanuel Sanders, yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I definitely would not be surprised. But yes, Chelsea, I agree. He is an old ass man. He's in his forties, <laughs> but uh, you know, definitely still playing some good ball. He said, "Don't forget about the Mormon and Taysom Hill. Yeah, he's a good player too, man. Good player. What else, what else? What else you got from uh from yesterday, AB? What else you want to overreact about, man? Man, um, like I said, I don't know everything that's been talked about. Um, I know we'll talk. I know a lot of people are talking about Cole Beasley. Um, mm -hmm. Cole, Cole Beasley. I like Cole, Cole Beasley, man. Um, he he plays that slot position. Um, the way it's supposed to be uh, played. Comic reminds you of uh. I would say uh, even more elusive than like West Walker was. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, say a little, little, little faster. Yeah, a little faster. And then with the weapons that he has um, around him, allows him to kind of do what he does, man. But I, I'm interested to see more Cole Beasley as they go through this final uh, month and a half. Um, obviously, I'll talk about the D Hop great catch. And I, I, I feel some type of way about that play too, man. Um, the D Hop play. The D hop because as far as defensively, right? As you know, um, those are one of the plays that you don't really rep live in practice, but you walk through, and it's 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 a certain technique that you're supposed to go through when you um when you are having that hail mary play where it's only supposed only supposed to be one guy jumping, one guy supposed to be boxing out. So you're looking at that play, three guys mm -hmm. trying to go up there and um and make that play where. Not saying that if they would have did what they were supposed to do as far as boxing out, um, shout out to Coach <laughs> Phrase. <laughs> Not saying that, you know, that would have made a difference, yeah. but just looking at that play, it's like, you know, if you would have got there, you would have boxed out, it would have made it tougher for D-Hop 
they'll go up and um get that grab but shit like that was <laughs> that shit was remarkable bro yeah, that was that was him. I feel like that was just him being better than the guys around him, man. Like I yeah. like you, you had guys in front of him try to box out. You had somebody behind him, yeah. and he went up there. He went up there and really just high pointed and, and, and got that thing, man. Pause. But uh, like you said, that's that's a play that we don't rep live in practice. We always walk through it and be like, all right, I'm supposed to be here. He's supposed mm-hmm. to be here. I believe he was the single receiver. On the backside of a three by one, too, and you usually don't see it thrown up to that guy. But when you got D Hop out there and that throw that Kyler Murray made, man, you got to just throw yeah. that thing up and never yeah, panic, yeah, man. Yeah. Never panic. So, who you think? So, um, go ahead, bro. I was about to ask you, do you think the Cardinals come out of that division? That's the same thing I was about to say. Who do y'all think come <laughs> out of that NFC West? Uh, you got the Cardinals obviously playing well. You got the Seahawks still. I mean, the Niners are banged up. They the 39ers right now. (laughs) Then you got the Rams. Rams just came off a big win over the Seahawks. Oh, man. You know, for me, I always start with the quarterback. You know, you look at the quarterback, you look at the coach. Arizona, you got Kyler Murray. You got – um, what's the young coach name? And it just slipped my mind. Uh, Cliff, Cliff, yeah, Cliff Kingsbury. You got those two guys. And you got the old vet Pete Curl and the old vet Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. Man, and then you got then, then you uh, got Mc your guy. Goff. You got you, you got, got, got who's my guy? Golf. That is not, that is not that is not my guy. That's that's another one of Orlowski's guys. I'm not a golf guy. I mean, out of those three, I still. Seattle's defense is just so bad, man. Rams got the best defense out of the three, but I say out of those three, the the, the worst quarterback. Man, you know what? I'm going to go with the Cardinals coming out of that division, man. I'm going to go with the Cardinals. These type of wins, man, they build. They just beat a good Buffalo uh, Bills team. Yeah. I'm going I'm to go with the Cardinals. I picked them to get my – out of the gate, I picked them to upset the healthy 49ers. They did. We had Buda Baker on the show. He's been balling all year. Yeah. Uh, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going with the Cardinals, man. To come out of the NFC West, who you got? Oh man, I'm a, I'm a ride. I'm a ride with the Cardinals, man. They playing. They playing good ball right now. Um, and like you say, confidence is everything. Confidence is everything. Mm-hmm. And um, I think you know, uh, like you just mentioned, man. They they played and beat a really good Buffalo Bills team. Uh, they beat them at home. So um, I'm I'm gonna see if they can continue to ride this wave. Ride this wave. Um, I think uh. You know, Murray's playing very, very confident right now. Um, defense, you know, scrappy defense. So I'm going to go with the Cardinals. But down the stretch, is going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Seattle, um, the Rams, you know, that division is tough anyway. So we're we going to see. But I, I, I want mind seeing um, the Cardinals, man, making it to the offs. That will be good for them. It's been a while, man. It's been a while since they've been, since they've been good and been real contenders. So um, I, I I agree with that, man. Yeah, Buddha Baker. Yeah. Go go go, Huskies. The other Huskies. Uh, who you got, got coming out of the um? Who you got coming out of the AFC East, man? That's gonna be a competitive division too. It's gonna be a competitive division. Yeah, I'm a um, I'm gonna stick with I'm gonna stick with the Bills. No, stick with the Bills. I'm, yeah, man. I'm gonna stick with Buffalo. I'm gonna stick with Buffalo. Um, Miami's playing good ball. I know mm-hmm. you, uh, you 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 jumped on that bandwagon um earlier this wow. year. So uh, I just, um, I jumped on that bandwagon in 1986, boy. Yeah, you jumped on that bandwagon. So 
Um, they playing good ball. Um, Coach Flores, man, you know, uh, Tua coming in and doing some good things. So, again, I think it's going to be a, you know, uh, a tough stretch between them two at the top. But I'm, I'm going to stick with the Bills. Sticking with the Bills, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all right with my Dolphins, man. Tua time. I'm going to believe in the Dolphins. So, I'm going to go with the Dolphins, man. I'm going to stick with them. Obviously, in that AFC South, I picked my coach to win it. You pick right. somebody else. Yeah, I'm, I'm sticking with my coach. I'm sticking with my coach to win. You sticking with that pick? You sticking with the Titans? Oh no, Tannehill like he about know. to turn it's, back into yeah. a pumpkin. It's, it's 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 ugly right now. Um, I feel bad going against the coach too. Um, I'm gonna stick with Tennessee right now. I'm, I'm gonna stick with Tennessee. I'm gonna stick with the Titans right now. Tennessee tie. Okay. McGee, one more. NFC South. You got coming out of there. Got the Bucks. Got the Saints. The got sticking with the Bucks? Yeah, I'm sticking with the Bucks. I'm going to ride with the Bucks, too. I feel like they yeah. took that L. They took that smacking from the Saints, even though they not lost. They got swept by the Saints, right? They, yeah, they got swept by the Saints. Sometimes you need that. I think it, it happened to them at the right time of the season, too, mm -hmm. where you can go down a stretch where, you know, if it happened towards the end of the year, shit, that can kind of like you know, it kind of hang with you going into the playoffs or going down that stretch. But I feel as though um, the time that it happened, even though you don't want to get swept by a divisional opponent, but, you know, the time that it happened, um, them guys can look themselves in the mirror, you know, look, this is what we need to do. Um, and from there, man, I think I think they're going to make a run. I think they're going to make a run. All right, but, but, but next week, I feel like after next week, I'm going to let y'all know who's going to be in the AFC Championship, who's going to be in the NFC Championship. Right now, as of right now, I still don't see anybody better than those Chiefs. The Chiefs, man, he's got so many weapons. Patrick Mahomes is, is still phenomenal defense. You know, they, they you know they get better as the season goes on. Just You got the Steelers that's sitting at 9-0 right now, undefeated. So, I mean, I don't know. On that hey, so side, it's going to be tough. So listen NFC to this, you is know, going, mm, oh no, what you got? Hey, Pittsburgh nine and zero. So you know, obviously they're gonna start start with the talks as far as are they gonna Undefeated? run the table? Yeah, are they gonna run the table? What you uh, what you think? No, I, I don't. I don't think any. I don't think they run the table this year. Um, they have been playing well. Still think it's a lot of room for improvement. Honestly, especially on the offensive side. But yeah. nah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see them. I don't see them winning. The, I don't see them running the table. What you think? Seven games left. left. Yeah, yeah, I'm about to say like, see what um who on the schedule. I know they got Baltimore on Thanksgiving. Um, pretty sure. I'm not sure if they play Cincy and Cleveland the second time. Yeah, they got um they got Jacksonville next week. I got a dub for that. Baltimore Thanksgiving. You never know how that game gonna go. The Washington football team win. Buffalo Bills, huh? That's gonna be tough, tough. one. Cincinnati Bengals win. Yeah. Indianapolis Colts lost. So week sixteen, that's when they lose to the Colts. Yeah, it's over with. Last game they'll be resting their starters, but they play the Cleveland Browns. So I see them probably. 
I see the I see the Steelers probably going 14 and 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 14 yeah. and 2. One of, one of those tough games. They're gonna lose to the Colts. And I think either the Bills or the Ravens gonna get them. But outside of that, they run the table. So yeah. Yeah. So so that, I mean you can't you can't be bad with 14 and 2. It'd probably Not be a one or two seed by week. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you can't be you can't be mad at that, man. Mike T will be here. You know, maybe it'd be a good thing they rest their starters that last week. Get ready for the playoffs, man. Especially Big Ben. You know, he's he's a little banged up right now. So yeah. It'd be good, man. What else y'all got, man? Shoot. Let um, me see. Hold on. We got a, another question. We got Capital underscore swing. Darius Butler, who do you think has more potential? Chase Claypool or Justin Jefferson? Oh, that's a good one. Uh, shit, right now, between those two, I got to go with Claypool. Claypool, um, yeah. yeah. Partly because he's playing with Big Ben. And just and Justin Jefferson is over there with uh, Captain Kirk. Um, I'm, I'm going to tell you, you know, I, obviously receiver is the most, one of the most dependent positions on the field. So I'm, I'm going to go with uh, Chase Claypool in that one, man. What you think, A.B.? No, I got to agree with you on that one. Mm -hmm. Chase Claypool, yeah. I agree with you on that one. Yep, yep. Good question, though. We got Matthew Dagenhart from YouTube. He thinks it's going to be the Packers and the Steelers in a Super Bowl rematch. That'd be a good one. I don't know. I, the Packers, Packers got defense out. A lot of people yeah. on, on, on that NFC side, I mean, it's de defenses have been suspect all, you know, all around the league, honestly, this year. Packers, you know, they've had their games, and obviously they just were in a dogfight with Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, the Bucks, I don't know what the hell happened to their defense. They started off um, hot, hot, and then they've kind of tailed off a little bit. So uh, got to figure out the Seahawks, obviously their defense has been horrible all year. Mm -hmm. So um, a lot of, lot of defenses, uh, a lot of questionable defenses out there right now. I feel like we're a little behind right now. Yeah, I don't got the Packers in the bowl, though. Nah, you don't see it happening? Nah, like, you know what I mean, just defense, man. You know, once you get to that time of the year, man, you, you your defense got to be be stout, man. So, I don't know. Yeah. Shoot, CBD Farm, they got the Chiefs versus Steelers on the AFC side and the Packers versus the Bucks on the NFC side. So, that's his – Um, we'll see it. We'll see if that prediction comes true. I don't know. That's, I mean, I, I can't – I can't – I can't really root against that one. I can I can see that possibly happen. Yeah. So we do got a um we is overreaction Monday, you know, at 12 o'clock. These trades in the NBA gonna get going. Oh, I want to see if that Harden deal go through to the Nets, man. I hate I hate man, it seems like every year these play, players like ah right, yeah, they gotta got they gotta block that one like they did CP3. Yeah, yeah, like yeah that'll be wild yeah. You gotta block that'll that be wild. That, that yeah. yeah, that'll be wild. If that does happen, I hope my Heat. I hope they find a way to get the Greek freak, man. See, he, he got to get up out of out of Milwaukee for him to have a chance. Yeah, I, I think he's a big man, dominant big man, but he need another solid wing or a point to really get him to the promised land. For sure. Or for outside sure. of that, he's gonna be putting up a bunch of stats and a bunch of regular season stats and wins. Yeah, in so my opinion. But that'll be something we can talk about on the show tomorrow. Today should be interesting as the day goes. Facts, back. facts, whole facts, man. What else y'all got before we before we clock out, man? Once again, man, y'all make sure y'all like, 
subscribe go check out the podcast man to man pod on saturday nights i'm gonna be dropping those against the spread picks as well 12 25 today we'll be on pat show pat mcafee show he start. he gets cranked up in what four four minutes so uh yeah man check out that game tonight vikings bears like i said i got the bears winning in covering who you got tonight ab Oh man, you got the best. Uh, where are they playing at? They are playing in Chicago, I believe. Let me check. Mm. They're playing in Chicago. I think Bears are favorite by three, too. By three. Yeah. Uh, the Vikings, the Vikings, they gonna cover that. Wait, the Vikings. No, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, wait. The Vikings. The Vikings are um. The Vikings favorite? My favorite by three, yeah. Yeah, that is right. Yeah, that's why. Okay, yeah, I was tripping. Why didn't you correct me earlier, man? Yeah, so the I'm Vikings are favorite. I'm, I'm, I might go with the Vikes, man. That boy, uh, Cook, he in the Dalvin. right now. Yeah, the Vikings favorite by three. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely taking the Bears. Definitely taking them to cover. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, 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 for sure. Even if they don't win, they they not getting beat by more than three and a half. Yeah, I'm 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 right with them on that one. I trust Chuck to. I know Dalvin gonna be priority number one, so Justin Jefferson yeah. may have to show up and beat him. Damn, that's a tough one. Right and I there. like and I, and I like them corners in Chicago. So I like Kyle Fuller. I like um, uh, Jalen Jackson. They got to figure something out, man. They got to figure something out. Just score more than another team, man. I think yeah, it's a close. It'll be one of those 20 to 17 type games. No, for sure. I'm going to take the Vikings. You going with the Vikings? Yeah, I'm going with the Vikings. All right. So we'll see, man. Y'all yeah. holler at us, man. Peace, man. Yeah. love. Another episode, another episode Overreaction Monday. Yours truly, Darius Butler. My co-host, Antoine Bethea. Yo, yo. Yo, we out. Peace. Appreciate y'all, man.